morning. This is David Bennett, and this is Bitcoin And, a podcast where I try to find the edge effect between the worlds of Bitcoin, gaming, permaculture, podcasting, and education to gain a better understanding of all. Edge effect is a concept from ecology describing a greater diversity of life where the edges of two systems overlap. While species from either system can be found at the edge, it is important to note there are species in the overlap that exist in neither system, and that is what I seek to uncover. So join me in discovering the variety of things being created as Bitcoin rubs up against other systems. Good morning, everybody. It's 9.25 a.m. It is Happy Theft Day, April 15th, 2019. In the United States, that means we get our money stolen. So... There's that. Uh, yeah, it was a wild ride on the weekend, wasn't it? So I think we're going to need to let this thing roll out uh, to its what can only hopefully be some kind of logical conclusion or even an illogical conclusion. As long as it's concluded, uh, the shit show needs to stop. Um, so I'm not really going to say a whole lot about it today. And today is also going to be short. And probably a little quiet because my wife is sick, uh, bad cold, hopefully not flu, time will tell. But let's go ahead and get into uh, get into the day show. This is why I don't deal in shit coinery. Armin Van Bitcoin says, Binance CEO knows Craig S. Wright is a fraud, nevertheless has his shit coin listed. Virtue signals to delist. Dodges everyone's questions. Now states that he doesn't like choosing sides when one side is clearly a fucking scam. Do I need to say it? No, not really. You don't need to say it. But this reiterates um, what I was saying on Friday about the you know this is this is why I don't deal in shit coins because they are centralized. They do have some kind of either company or you know, strong leader or somebody, you know, who can say something to piss somebody off. And then next thing you know, the whole thing gets delisted. It's not worth, it's not worth my, it's not worth my trouble to, to think about. And this is why I pretty much only deal in, in, in Bitcoin, except for the giant bag of Doge that I have, you know, which I've, I've stated, you know, on several occasions and of a handful of Litecoin or something like that. I, I don't even I don't even look at what those balances are anymore because I just don't care. I just don't. I can't. It's not. It's not in. It's not in anybody. You know, it's not in my. Um, it doesn't do me any good because you know we can. You know you can love them. You know the uh, CZ Binance or you can hate them. Uh, even it doesn't matter in this particular case, it doesn't matter what side of the fence you sit on, whether you think he's doing the right thing or whether you do think he's doing the wrong thing. It only adds up to one thing. If you're dealing in shit coins, this crap can happen to you. Don't let it happen to you. Just, you know, just deal in Bitcoin. Uh, what else is up here? We have, oh God. Yeah. Luke Childs at Luke Childs says Coinbase requires 1,008 confirmations for BSV. That's approximately one week. And he gives a, 
uh, like a, I, I guess this is Coinbase's list number of confirmations required for them to go ahead and, and say, okay, it's a done deal. BTC is six, BCH is 12, Litecoin is six, Ethereum is 35, Ethereum Classic is 5,676 people, ZRX is 35, BAT 35, USDC 35, Zcash is 18, MANA is 35, Loom is 35, DNT is 35, CVC is 35, and of course BSV is at the bottom of the list here with 1,008 confirmations required uh, before coinage apparently is either going to be unlocked by coinbase and not exactly sure you know about the whole bsv thing on coinbase because i i I don't know if you can buy it on coinbase um i i guess it may be on coinbase pro anyway it, it doesn't really matter it's a complete clown clown card riding around so i don't worry about it but again this this reiterates what i was just saying you know you got coinbase you can say oh, well, we're going to set arbitrary limits to <clears throat> how many uh, confirmations we feel <coughs> are necessary for us to be satisfied with yada, 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 yada. Again, if you're dealing in Bitcoin, you don't have to worry about any of this shit. You don't have to worry about um, you know somebody at Coinbase saying, I think today we'll double the amount of confirmations that we require. Um, you don't have to worry about CZ Binance delisting your favorite crap because he's mad at somebody. Okay. You don't have to worry about any of that. You, you have to worry about that. If you're an altcoin trader or shitcoin dealer or whatever, then you have to worry about it. I don't want to worry about it. So that's why I don't have to, because I just pretty much only deal in Bitcoin. <laughs> All right. Let's see what's up here. Uh, this morning, the blockcrypto.com has ING Bank experimenting with zero knowledge proofs. Dutch multinational bank ING is researching real life uses for bulletproofs, a version of blockchain that shares information using zero knowledge proofs. This is out of Coindesk, apparently. ING believes the technology could be useful when dealing with privacy concerns. For instance, it could help institutions like Bank obey the European Union's general data protection regulation and help protect sensitive client data. (coughs) (coughs) Bulletproofs has been developed by Stanford University and University College London cryptographers alongside startup Blockstream. According to Mariana Gomez de la Villa, Global head of ING's blockchain program, Bulletproofs, is, quote, roughly 10 times faster than other range proofs, end quote. ING has developed variants of zero-knowledge proofs, including range proofs and zero-knowledge set membership. In range proofs, the amount is hidden within a range, while zero-knowledge set memberships provides a way to validate alphanumeric data within a specified set. Moreover, it is also testing zero-knowledge proofs, ZKP, and trade finance, quote, We are setting up a whole ZKP shop to help developers find these use cases and are in contact with some of our customers to ensure they have a good understanding of how they can leverage these open source projects that we have, De La Via said, and that's going to do it for that. Interesting, though. Bulletproofs are kind of cool, man. Um, Like to see them get get into into Bitcoin, but you know how Bitcoin development goes. Keep it slow, keep it steady. You're dealing with billions of dollars. So that's probably good that they're not moving too damn fast. 
So right on top of that is that the uh, IMF is going to uh, apparently learn with Tinker Toys, uh, also from uh, from the block crypto as of this morning. In order, oh, sorry, yeah. Uh, IMF and World Bank launching a, quote, learning coin to teach staff about blockchain. In order to learn more about cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology, the International Monetary Fund and World Bank have set up private blockchain and learning coin. Learning coin. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, man. It's, I don't mean to laugh, but I can't help it. Learning coin is a quasi cryptocurrency. It does not have any value and is access, inaccessible outside of the two institutions. The launch is to help the IMF and World Bank learn more about distributed ledger technology. The Learning Coin app will be a hub for knowledge. <clears throat> Still having a little difficulty here, people. The staff will be able to learn about blockchain from content available in the app. For instance, blogs, research, and video presentations. By achieving educational milestones, the staff will gain learning coins. God help me. Uh, which they might be able to redeem for rewards. According to the IMF statement, the project should enable learning about blockchain technology in a bias-free environment. The development of the crypto assets and distributed ledger technology is evolving rapidly, as is the amount of information, both neutral and vested, surrounding it, the IMF said. This is for forcing central banks, regulators, and financial institutions to recognize a growing knowledge gap between the legislature's policymakers, economists, and the technology, the project brings to bridge. Oh, I'm sorry. The project begins to bridge that gap and form a strong knowledge base of the technology among IMF and world bank staff. And Oh my God, earn a useless token called learning coin to learn. What, what does that remind anybody of anything? Coinbase maybe, Okay, it's just too ludicrous. So I don't know. I mean, in that and the the whole uh, bias free. Where was that? Uh, somewhere in here. I'm I'm not all that that interested. But when it says bias free, what that really means is devoid of any actual reality. That's what that means. There, there's nothing about this. I mean, I guess it'll teach them something, but it's not, I don't think it's going to do what they think it, what they expect it to do. That's the little, yeah, it's like they're playing with, playing with toys. Uh, okay. So the block crypto uh, says nine in 10 endowment funds have made crypto related investments. 94% of endowment funds have stated They've invested in crypto assets either directly or through a fund uh, through a fund last year, according to a survey conducted by Global Custodian. The trade crypto and BitGo. Uh, the study was conducted in the fourth quarter of 2018, and 150 funds, mostly U.S. based, took part. More than half of the endowment funds stated that they had invested directly in individual crypto assets. The study shows that despite worries concerning regulation, volatility, and liquidity. Endowers are planning to continue investing in digital assets this year. Only 7% showed interest in decreasing their crypto-related investments. However, less than 50% claim they would increase their crypto investments, with the rest planning to hold what they already had. It's fascinating to see 
that despite the widely publicized concerns, endowments have been factoring crypto-related investments into their allocation, and very few are showing intentions of stepping away, said Jonathan Watkins, managing editor, global custodian, and the trade. And that makes, you know, that makes sense. The endowment, the people that are hold, you know, doing endowments, endowment funds are have a fiduciary commitment to seek out any kind of new, uh, you know, leverageable uh, investments for, you know, on behalf of the institutions that they represent. Uh, you just can't, you, you can't ignore the space any longer. And this is just more evidence that that is in fact, that this space is in fact not being ignored at all. And last up in the stack for the morning roundup, like I said, people, this is going to be a shorter show. Um, Ledger X reveals bid to beat backed to physical Bitcoin futures launch. This is Nicholas Day uh, this morning. Uh, was Yeah, April 15th. Cryptocurrency derivatives pro- provider Ledger X plans to become the first U.S. firm to offer physically settled Bitcoin futures contracts. The company announced Monday that it has filed for a designated contract maker or market license, which would allow LedgerX to offer physically settled Bitcoin futures products to its customers. Unlike the cash settled Bitcoin futures offered by CME Group and previously CBOE, customers would receive the actual Bitcoin underlying a contract after it expires rather than the U.S. dollar equivalent. And perhaps more notably, LedgerX can target retail investors with this new offering, said Juthika Chow who serves as both chief risk and operating officer at Ledger X. Quote, we'll be able to service customers of any size. We won't be restricted to institutional clients, Chow told Coindesk. Once approved, Ledger X will offer Bitcoin, Bitcoin options, and Bitcoin futures to retail customers through a new platform dubbed Omni. Omni, built on Ledger X's existing infrastructure, will act as the provider for both custody and trading services, Ledger X's original platform first received regulatory approval to launch in July 2017, though the platform itself only went live later that year. The new platform will also utilize Ledger X's existing institutional liquidity pool to offer retail customers a top-tier experience from day one, Chow said. Launching a retail platform with futures offerings has always been our plan, Chow said. The company first began offering physically settled derivatives products in October of 2017, trading $1 million in its first week. Quote, once the platform had proved stable and we got an operational cadence, we filed for a license with the CFTC, Chow said, adding, quote, for us, this is philosophically important move because Bitcoin is available to everyone and we really wanted to make our derivative products available to all investors as well. That makes perfect sense. Regulatory roadmap. The company filed for a license to offer futures contracts in November 2018 and has been engaged in a constructive dialogue with CFTC since, Chow said. However, she could not comment on a timeline for when the CFTC might approve Ledger X's application or on what sort of reception the firm is expecting from customers. The CFTC has already granted Ledger X two licenses, allowing allowing the firm to act as a swap execution facility, which is the company's exchange platform, and a derivatives clearing organization, which is the clearinghouse. Ledger X's DCM application is therefore just an additional license on top of its existing permissions. Operationally, the company is already set up to provide futures services, according to Chow. She continued, quote, we're custodying Bitcoin in the same way that we currently do. We've obviously been live and operational for more than a year and a half, and we have a license from the CTFC, the DCO license that allows us 
to custody Bitcoin. Since its launch, Ledger X has provided institutions with regulated, physically settled Bitcoin swaps and options products and claimed some 200 different firms as customers. While CME and CBOE both began offering cash-settled Bitcoin futures in December 2017, no company has launched a physically settled equivalent to date, though that's not for lack of trying. Wow. Yeah. Several major firms plan to launch physically settled Bitcoin futures contracts, including Backed, the firm built by New York Stock Exchange parent Intercontinental Exchange, SeedCX, the crypto exchange backed by Bank Capital Ventures, and Esriex, a startup backed by brokerage TD Ameritrade. However, all of these firms, too, are awaiting their own regulatory approvals, giving Ledger X a shot at being the first to go live with an actual product. This is a natural evolution, and it seems from the fact that we've been operating a physically settled market for more than a year and a half, so it's been a natural extension, Chow said. We're always excited to be the first. Yeah, they're probably going to be the first now because uh, they have already been set up. They've, you know, they've they've been, you know, their feet are wet. So uh, I would... I'd almost bet that Ledger X be, beats back to the punch very and and probably very quickly at this point. That's actually kind of kind of surprising. Good news, bad news. I don't know. All I care about is that at least at least it deals with physically settled Bitcoin and not fiat crap. That's the one thing that you know, I mean, I, I get if you're dealing in futures and oil, I get it. You're not going to take physical possession of the oil. I, I mean, I know, I know, I know. So from that standpoint, you know, cash settled futures makes sense. I still think it's just nothing but gambling, but whatever. Uh, in this particular case, at least, at least, at least it's settled in physical Bitcoin. Thank freaking God. So anyway, that's going to do it for your morning roundup. Vital statistics, as always, brought to you by BitInfoCharts.com. Bitcoin is at an average price of 5143 with a low of uh, right BTC has it at 5132 and the high is going to be over at GDAX at 5162 So it's a pretty tight, pretty tight envelope there. Talking about 322,000 transactions made over the last 24 hours with an average per hour of 13,500 Bitcoins being sent. Uh, Total sent last 24 hours of Bitcoin is 1,382,000, with an average sent per hour of 58,000 BTC, with an average transaction value of 4.3 BTC, and the median transaction value being 0.02 BTC, or right around 100 bucks USD. Block time is high. I guess we lost some hash power. 11 minutes and 48 seconds per block. Uh, looks like 0.57 BTC is being given in fees on a per block basis with a total reward over the last 24 hours of 69.9 BTC. So that's a hell of a drop. And yep, there it is. Lost 8.17% hash rate in 24 hours, tucking us right underneath 40 exahashes per second. Uh, last Bitcoin uh, GitHub commit was yesterday, uh, the 14th of April. From left to right, it's Ethereum at 165, 
Bcash at 310, Litecoin at 81, BSV at 66, Ethereum Classic at 6.39, and Dogecoin at 0.0028. And there's too much activity for me to make the comparison of Doge today. So chicanery is afoot because there's 25,000 uh, transactions on BSV over the last 24 hours. Uh, unless the chicanery here is is people punching out, which I would punch, I would punch the hell out of that coin, man. <clears throat> and then there's 44,000 transactions on uh, Bcash over the last 24 hours. So that will do it for your vital statistics. Right, man, today's song is from Joe Walsh, and I've I'm gonna drop it in here because it seems somehow or another the words just seem to reflect, you know, sort of the mood that's been going on over the last, you know, 48, 72 hours on crypto Twitter. So take it away, Joe.
Okay, so I am going to go ahead and do uh, Marty's bent for Friday, April the 12th, 2019, issue number 461, because it's talking about Bitcoin is a weapon. And a screen grab first up says asymmetric money. Cypherpunks have been building tools for individual liberty, freedom to communicate, and the right to privacy for decades, but the rest of the world moved faster. Netscape and Oracle built the new digital commons. Google and Facebook mastered it. They poured in capital until their product could dominate network choke points, and now any would-be competitor is better off joining their regime than competing. As long as commercial power was in the hands of centralized entities, the digital commons would function much like the maritime commons, dominated by monopolies who had the upfront capital to win early. The problem for incumbents is that the train isn't fixed. Digital scarcity is a tectonic shift for the architecture of the internet and a potential threat to business models that make their money curating infinite reams of data. Piggybacking off of yesterday's issue, I thought it would be a good idea to share this post from our friend Hector Rosecrans in which he explains how Bitcoin is a weapon due to the fact that it unlocks the power of asymmetric cryptography using his personal experience as surface warfare officer in the Navy. Hector does an incredible job of explaining the systems and tools which have shaped the current landscape of modern-day warfare. Meet space warriors have seen weapons change the playing field throughout history, with the AK-47 being one of the most effective tools for enabling asymmetric warfare in the 20th and 21st centuries. Just as the AK-47 enabled the rice farmers in Vietnam to stave off the strongest army in the world, Bitcoin enables individuals the world over to participate in taking control of commerce, a very big change for we humans. Hector is much more eloquent than I am, so peep his post to grow your no. Final thought, back to good vibes. Channel that anger into focus. Enjoy your weekend, freaks. And that was probably the best advice to go into the weekend for. So that will do it for Marty's Ben. And I just got a, uh, somebody just uh, DM'd me the Binance announcement, y'all. Binance will delist BCHSV. Son of a bitch. I can't believe he's actually going to do this, man. No. Okay, let's, let's read this thing. This was uh, 34 minutes ago. Uh, so it's just, just pretty fresh. Fellow Binanceans. Is that what he, is that? Is that a real word? Binanceans? Okay, well, whatever. Fellow Binanceans at Binance, we periodically review each digital asset we list to ensure that it continues to meet the high level of standards we expect. When a coin or a token no longer meets this standard or the industry changes, we conduct a more in-depth review and potentially delist it. We believe this best protects all of our users. When we conduct these reviews, we consider a variety of factors. Here are some that drive whether we decide to delist a general or a, 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 a digital asset. One, commitment of team to project. Two, level and quality of development activity. Three, network smart contract stability. Four, level of public communication. Five, responsiveness to our periodic due diligence request. Six, evidence of unethical fraudulent conduct. Seven, contribution to a healthy and sustainable crypto ecosystem. Based on our most recent reviews, we have decided to delist and cease trading on all trading pairs for the following coin on 
oh my God, this is coming quick, y'all. April the 22nd, 2019 at 10 a.m. UTC, BSV will be delisted from Binance. Please note, all trade orders will automatically will be automatically removed after trading ceases in each respective trading pair. To view your assets after trading ceases, please ensure you have not selected hide small assets in your funds page. Withdrawals of these coins and tokens from Binance will continue to be supported until uh, looks like a July. 22nd, 2019 at 10 a.m. UTC. We thank you for your support as we continue to build the crypto ecosystem in a way that promotes transparency and long-term sustainable growth. Binance team as of April 15th, 2019. So it's done, people. He did it. Son of a bitch. The CEO of Binance, uh, uh, CEO really, really did it. Um, Man, run to the hills if you're if you're if you're into shit coins and altcoins, people run to the hills because at any given time, whatever it is that you think is made of gold is probably not made of gold. Anyway, so that'll do it for that announcement. And I needed to make sure that I give a shout out to Bass Peters at BAS underscore zero two. He's the guy that that messaged me that. And if it hadn't have been for uh, for the good Mr. Peters, thank you, kind sir, uh, I would not have caught that announcement and it would not have made it in the show. So I really, really, really appreciate people uh, sending me stuff like that. Because, you know, to not have that in today's show and wait till Wednesday would have driven me freaking nuts, man. Total, total nuts. So uh, anyway, I can't think of a better way to, you know, for that, for the introduction of Daily Trainwreck than what we just covered. Because that's a train wreck to end all train wrecks. But we're going to do a different train wreck. And this one is brought to you by me. That's right, me. I'm the Daily Train Wreck today. Well, I'm not the only one. I'm there may be another daily train wrecked, but, um, I am replying to, uh, Nathaniel Whitmore who says, and he's got a long read going on, a long read, uh, tweet going on. Uh, it says, here's the TLDR Craig Wright, who is absolutely and most definitely Satoshi up the stakes on his campaign against those who claimed otherwise by offering a $5,000 bounty to reveal the identity of Hodel Not, a.k.a. the person who kicked off the LN trust chain. I reply, quote, Craig Wright, who is absolutely and most definitely Satoshi, end quote. Do you really believe this? Nathaniel, and quite properly, writes back with a gif of the professor from The Simpson reading ticker tape from sarcasm detector machine and the machine explodes. <laughs> Nathaniel totally got me total train wrecked. Oh my God. So I had to, I had to tell him, I said, forgive me after this weekend, I am numb. He says, no worries much. Understand Do- that's doge talk for, I get you pal. Um, yeah, and I am numb. I am very, very numb from from the last seventy two hours, because a lot of people that I would have never thought in a million years would buy into this level of bullshit 
have totally eaten the shit sandwich and are smiling and they've got like turds still on their face. And I'm looking at them going, how can you just, how can you? So when Nathaniel did that, man, Oh God, he, he got me, he got my goat pretty bad. But, um, here's another train wrecked for the day. Uh, BSV is trying to do, Oh, hold on. I'm got to do this correctly. This is from Derek Moore at D E R E K M zero zero R three says BSV is trying to do its own version of the LN trust chain, the hashtag Satoshi torch at channel BSV's first torch has stalled. So an unsuspecting recipient can split their coins at Bitcoin Jerry started up four or five more torches and at least one is still going strong. Yeah. We didn't really have to do that with the LN trust chain because that, you know, that's, I think, I think it had to get restarted once. And that was because, you know, some, you know, some asshole took it and just didn't give it back. Um, but it was kicked off almost immediately. So apparently they're having to do multiples, multiples of this kind of stuff to get theirs going. And after today's news, whoa, I, uh, whatever. Anyway, it's a, it's a train wrecked. Okay, so this is normally where torch light goes. I'm I'm gonna have to, you know, the torch is now has been extinguished in the hands of of the people that were properly uh, able to extinguish it. BTC Vin, and um, so there's really, you know, how do you report on something that that has stopped? So I might have to turn this into hodel knot or a hodel <clears throat> a hodel light, so that we can keep a track on our on our good friend Space Cat. I don't know if I'm going to do that or not. Um, just because I don't know. I think I might not do that just out of respect. However, this one is actually kind of cute. Uh, crypto meme central says, and that's, uh, at, uh, crypto scam hub says, get your women some space cat panties. All proceeds go to, we are, we are all hodelnot.com legal defense fund. By the way, in case you wondered, former Miss Universe contestant and LN trust chain torchbearer Rosie Reedy was not the model for this one. And yes, people, already, already the Hodelcat mosaic um, has been turned into shirts. I expect hoodies will be next. Uh, and women's underwear, and I'm sure boxers will will be next. And you can, I mean, there's going to be just no amount, uh, there's not going to be any end to the amount of swag that has this mosaic because that mosaic is cool as shit. Anyway, so if you want to, you know, go to, what is it? Bit, I think Bitcoin, let's see, let me make sure of the, uh, Bitcoin Tell Pro. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, CoIntel. Okay, anyway, BitcoinTel.pro has a whole, yeah. Oh, yep. Already there's a hoodie. I want an all over hoodie, uh, because this hoodie just has, um, has a print, a square print. And there's a cut, there's a t-shirt here on the same page for 39 bucks. That is an all over print men's t-shirt. I want that in hoodie form. So if you guys over at Bitcoin pro are listening, an all over hoodie would be freaking rad AF. Okay. So 
Can you get on that, please? Thank you. Terrible Joke Corner brought to you again by Bad Joke Cat. Accidentally swallowed some Scrabble squares. Going for a poo could spell trouble. (laughs) Poo jokes. Uh, An accepted form of bad joke. Just when I thought Monday crypto Twitter was going to be boring, man, Binance just beat the hornet's nest with a bulldozer, man. Holy shit. I wonder what kind of fallout this is going to have. So again, and let me reiterate this to the people that just don't seem to listen. This is exactly why you don't deal in shit coins. This is exactly why you don't deal in shit coins. Because at any given time, your little pile of gold is turned into a pile of poo through the mystical means of centralized alchemy. Stop being stupid. I'm sorry, guys. I know that you think Tron is just, you know, the bee's knees, but Tron itself is one step away from this kind of shit. And so is everything else. So is BCH. So is Litecoin. So is anything. Okay. And all the the newer coins that are coming up, I would, I would stay as far away from them as humanly possible because at, again, at any given time, at any given time, you're going to wake up and realize that you may have one week to get all your shit off of the exchange and, and sell that bag into the hands of somebody who doesn't know what the hell happened yet. And if you want that kind of pain and suffering for the rest of your life, then by all means, continue your shit coinery, but continue your shit coinery completely at your own risk, please. Because the rest of us just have better shit to do with our time. I will see you on the other side. This has been Bitcoin and, and I'm your host, David Bennett. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and hope to see you again real soon. Have a great day.